Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Now, with a fair bit of damage done to the All Blacks brand over the weekend, we're lucky enough that we don't have to look too far to find some great Kiwi athletes holding up their end of the bargain on the world stage. Yep, you know by now about Sam Pinfold, Cam Smith's Kiwi caddy. What about Scott Dixon winning again on the IndyCar circuit? Joey Manu tearing up the NRL, faking a knee injury for the Sydney City. Or how about Chris Steele, one of our brightest sailing talents who hound his Swiss-connected team to glory in the GC32 World Championships in Lagos, Portugal. It's a class of sailing, extremely well-respected globally, and Chris joins us out of Portugal now to reflect on a very special weekend for himself. G'day, Chris. Busy, mate. How are you? Oh, very well, thank you, mate. Appreciate you you joining the show, mate. How special is this for you? Getting the first win. You only had a new team, but mate, for yeah. you, a pretty special moment. Yeah, yeah, really special. I guess, uh, yeah, for me personally, kind of a long time between showers. Um, sort of twelve years since my last world title, and yeah, certainly the last few years have been pretty difficult. Sort of uh, trying to find the way to way back to the winning sort of circle and. Um, yeah, bit of, bit of pressure on on this week, and it was just really nice to get the job done and get back to uh, back to the top, which has uh, been been a really cool result. So just sort of, you know, only finished uh, finished yesterday, and just trying to reflect on that now mm. um, with a couple of days off. It's um, it's very special, yeah. Mate, with people uh, unfamiliar to to sailing, well, there's there's so many different competitions around the world at the moment. What's the biggest difference, like technically, with the boats or? Or, or how they've been sailed and, and where it's been sailed. What's the biggest difference in this in this competition? Yeah, well, these boats are, are one design, so they're all pretty similar. Mm. Um, but you can certainly set them up in, in different ways. And um, it was a really interesting week here in Lagos uh, this week, quite different conditions to what you would predominantly get here. And we actually sort of had a, a, a competition two weeks ago here. And, and um, yeah, we, we really struggled. And so... There was a lot of pressure coming coming into this sort of week, and I think one of the u- unique things about this class of boat is um, there's quite a mix of, of teams that are involved. So you've got um, the fully professional teams, uh, sort of like the Lingi, who are obviously in the America's Cup, um, and then probably three or four Sail GP teams as well, which are, are fully pro. And then you've got the other side of it, where you've got um, sort of amateur guys who are driving the boats, uh, quite wealthy, and they employ a professional crew to come and sail with them. So um, it, it's quite a mix, yeah. um, and and on our boat anyway, we've got a, a Swiss owner, um, and he's on the boat, but I'm driving, so um, we're trying to coordinate um, him in the mix with how much say do you have? Well, and um, well, <laughs> ultimately, I get to decide where we end up. Obviously, yeah. um, you know, c- controlling the boat, but yeah, certainly the the off the water um, dynamic is is quite interesting, and and like I said, because we had such a tough event last. Uh, you know, two weeks ago, there was, there was some heat coming on my side to to perform, and and you know that's the the beauty of sport. You know, it's mm. it's all based around the results. So, um, yeah, we sort of tried to come into this week, and and I spent a lot of time trying to sort of calm them down, and you know, try and reassure them that that I think we're on the right path, and we just had a had a tough event, which you know happens in sport, and yeah, and um, just needed the full trust from from him and the and the upper management to you know let us do what. I believe that we've always been able to do and, and come out and, and try and get the result, which is you know something that we we managed to do over the last few days. So yeah, that was a, a massive relief, and hopefully means I get to keep my job for another year. 
Morena, Chris. Hey, so, so the role on the boat, the helming's pretty serious, and it? it's the same as what Pete Burling does for Team New Zealand America's Cup. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, you know this class of boats are a hydroplane catamaran, so it's a, a thirty-two foot long boat. Um, there's five guys on board, and and um, I'd say it's sort of a, a very very similar to you know Russell Coots' Sail GP series that you see on on Sky Sport, um, you know, around the world. And uh, you know the, those boats are fifty feet long and sort of foil all the way around the racetrack. Um, these boats are, are very similar to that, a little bit uh, smaller similar sort of makeup with the crew but um you know not not so much uh, technology involved it's it's more about you know actually pulling lines and, and and ropes and stuff it's it's a little bit more um traditional sort of sailing uh, as opposed to sort of hydraulics and push buttons and, and things like that so yeah there's a, there's a lot going on and and you know my job is to try and uh, point us in the right direction and, and pick the right sort of wind shifts around the racetrack and make sure we're going fast and obviously when you're doing sort of 70 80 kilometers an hour the split second decisions that you make around the racetrack can can make or break sort of a race and and yeah we just managed to get that right over the last couple of days which was uh yeah a massive relief and yeah a huge credit to all the guys that have been involved with the project you know it's um yeah it's, it's been a really cool week and yeah we're just stoked to, to get the win but there's been a lot of talk over here uh chris just about team dynamics and team environments for, for you i was doing a little bit read you've got so many different ethnicities in, in the group you've got people from italy people from all over, over the shop but how do you cope with that at the helm like is there certain things you're doing in the back room to to ensure that you're all on the same page and and is that a, is that a difficult task for yourself or are you you're all over it yeah no no it is it's a it's a weird dynamic you know we've got um the owner who's who's obviously swiss and then we've mm. got uh, uh another kiwi on board who's sort of one of my main guys who does a lot of a lot of racing with me in, in various classes and then we've sort of got like a kiwi italian guy who was with Luna rossa with the the last america's cup and then a british guy in the bow so there's there's a lot of different um a lot of different mixes in that one team and and it's just about trying to get the best out of each other and I mean, the language barrier for, for one thing is, is you know, difficult enough as it is to, to manage. And then, you know, we've got a Swiss coach as well and um, a couple of shore guys from, from the UK as well. So, you know, it's a, a huge, huge mix that sort of goes into it. And it's just about, you know, trying to trust each other to get the best out of each other where you, where you need to around the racetrack and, and try and put it all together in, in that one week. And, you know, with the, obviously the World Champs is sort of our, our pinnacle event of the year. And it's all about trying to deliver when it matters. So, um yeah, we're just like really stoked to be able to put it all together this week, and and yeah, nice to be able to sort of look back on it now and reflect on you know, what was almost a, almost a perfect week, and yeah, just stoked to be able to come out of it with a win, and and yeah, see what happens from now, I guess. Beautiful. Hey, Steely Louis here, mate. Um, look, I'm interested to hear that there's not too much croak in your voice, which is actually <laughs> pretty. It's a shocking and be a little bit disappointing because I know you like a good time and um, being a extremely good looking sailor around the world has its perks, and you get you, know, you get you go well. And after off the water, do you think? That this now, and be honest with us, do you think this opens any doors for you to potentially get on an America's Cup boat at any stage? I know it's a, something that you've thought about. I know it's hard to crack for various different dynamics, but for you personally, where does this take you and leave you? Yeah, a little bit unsure, to be honest, Louis. Obviously, we, we spoke a lot um, during the America's Cup broadcast that we were doing together, um, you know, with Radio Sports sort of in the last couple of years of, you know, how do you get into that America's Cup? And there's not really a, a clear pathway, um, so to speak. But 
I think the racing that we're doing now on these boats is the closest thing that you can kind of get to to that level of sort of America's Cup racing. And there's, like I said, the Alinghi guys that were here this week and have been dominant in the last couple of years. And in this class, um, they use this as like a stepping stone to, to their build up to, to the America's Cup. So, I mean, you know, guys like Paul Goodison, who was obviously the uh, main trimmer and tactician with the American Magic team in the last America's Cup, like, you know, all of these guys are sort of here and we're racing against guys like Nathan Outeridge and, and people like that. All those guys are at the top of the sport. And so, you know, you, I guess you just got to keep trying to put your best foot forward and, and take wins off them where you can. And so you know, I hope maybe this this potentially, you know, creates a few opportunities and, and maybe some doors open. But I mean, in the meantime, we're just got to keep our head down and working hard. And, and if you can keep putting results on the board at some point, then a door might open here or there, and you just got to be ready to take it when it happens. Yeah, mate. Results speak for themselves. You get you get to keep getting the wins, mate. You've had your first taste of it. Now just keep that taste coming, and I'm sure um, more success and more opportunities will will be in front of you, Chris, mate. We appreciate you coming on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Well done, and uh, all the best for the rest of the season. And we'll we'll chat to you shortly, no doubt. Cheers, boys. Appreciate it. There is Chris Steele. He is a part of the GC32 World Championship. He's on the Black Star, and uh, they tasted their first Goes one. real good, Chris. Mm. He, he's got a great beard. He looks like a sailor. Ooh. He's always tanned. He's got he's got these big weathered hands. He's just like these sailors. These guys yeah, are a bit, of, they, bit of a fan, Louis. They look like that. He's a, he's a great dude, Chris. And, nice. and um, wanted to pump him up because he's... He's he is a super talented sailor. You speak to anyone, he's a very. He knows so it's what quite he's, difficult to get on there. It's so. Yeah. It, do you know what sailing is? Um, just talk about politics and dynamics and sport, and we know this because we've sat here through politics and arguments about the America's Cup and where it's going to be hosted and who's going to be on the boat. But it's actually quite clicky, I think, mm. to a point. And you have your crews. And if you're not in it, you might not be in it necessarily. And then there's eligibility rules, so you can't just go and sail. That you can't. Chris just can't go and turn up and sail for. I think you're allowed one or two people on boats, not from where the country is um, that's putting up the, the boat in the America's Cup. So it's quite hard. And just wanted to pump him up there because he is doing good things. And after a tough weekend for New Zealand sport, we had, did have a lot of Kiwi successes, Kempi. Joey Manu, how good did he go? Joey Manu was on fight, faking an injury and scoring <laughs> that try. It was crazy. But he is a good, yeah, I haven't seen that one done for a while. That's an old 80s trick, that one. Um, Scott Dixon. Like he he went all right. Second mm. on the all time wins. I know, you know. So there was there was a bit of success there. Uh, New Zealand men's in the netball. Like they got to got to pump them up. Oh, cruisy. <laughs> we're we're cruisy on that week. Cruisy Tangata. Yeah. So um, gotta give awesome. cruisy a big shout out too. They were awesome. So yeah, apart from the All Blacks, the, yeah, that's the. It doesn't really matter, mate. In this country, if the All Blacks lose. Everybody loses. Well, the Black Caps have literally won this morning. We're going to hopefully catch up with Lockie Ferguson before the end of the hour, who took a lot of wickets today, and he's been in great form up there in the UK. Text coming through. Morning, fellas. If Razor jumps ship, <laughs> good sailing pun there, to the ABs ahead as head coach, do you think that will give other Super Rugby teams a good chance of winning? That's from Brad. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> That is my brother-in-law who's a die-hard Hurricanes fan. And, well, let's be honest, Brad, that is the only chance you have of any success in the Wellington region. No. Um, nah, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, it kind of does. Because yeah. Who would take over the role of uh, head coach? If Razor gets it and then Jace Ryan follows suit, you think Scotty Hansen? Scotty Hansen's there. He'd be wow. a realistic option. Well, Brad, Brad Moore might be looking for a job. 
Nah, Leon goes home, mate. Mm. Nah, I think he's building at Kim, the Blues. Leon goes home, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Kim V, big smile on his face. 18 minutes past seven. So many hypotheticals in the world of rugby right now. Uh, Dave from Caracas says, I think they will move Joe Schmidt to top job and leave Foster there to keep face, whereas what they should do is put Razor under Schmidt. Well, he won't. Also, thanks to SCNZ, happy birthday. And Izzy, you have grown into the job. First day was a shambles. You were so nervous. <laughs> I can't even remember the first day. <laughs> to be honest, neither can I. It was all a blur. But he's probably right. I still get nervous to this day, mate. It's because he takes the job seriously. We all do, Dave. Uh, 18 minutes past seven. Here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Kempi's going to talk more coaching and where the All Blacks could go after this when he goes off the back fence. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.